You're listening to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast with your host, Melody Spencer. This is episode seven. Hey guys, I hope you're going to enjoy this episode um, with Debbie Ictel. Debbie and I had an amazing conversation all about intuition and her life as a single mother living abroad and teaching yoga and coaching women. I hope that it gives you inspiration and helps motivate you in your life and your work. Enjoy! Hey guys, this is Melody with the Biz Babes with Soul podcast, and I'm so excited to bring you this episode with Debbie Ictel. She is an amazing, amazing mentor to women who works in the spiritual realm. She is a leadership alchemist and a yogic mentor, and I'm so excited to have her on the show. Welcome, Debbie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited as well. (laughs) Yay. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do for women. Um, yes, well, um, (laughs) a little bit about me. I am from the Netherlands, um, but I am more of a bohemian wanderer. I love traveling. I have always traveled since I was really young. I've lived abroad several times. I studied Spanish, and then when I traveled to Latin America, I kind of bumped into yoga. I had done yoga before, um, but then really, um, yeah, I wanted to develop my yoga knowledge more when I came back home traveling. And so I decided to do a three-year yoga study, which I'm currently working up. Yes. That's intense. Three years. That's commitment. Yes. (laughs) But it's amazing. Like I'm still like in awe of all the stuff that I learned and my own like spiritual growth. Um, and in the meantime, I became a single mother to a little girl, um, but not like in any average way. I almost died giving birth to my daughter. Oh my gosh! Yes, I had like I had a really severe form of preeclampsia mm-hmm. um, called the help syndrome with double L and um, yeah so that was really really hard she was born at 34 weeks pregnancy and it took me about a year to heal like my body was literally uh, at a low uh, depleted from um, from this disease that I got Wow. Um, and after that year I was like, okay, so I'm a mom now. I have these big dreams um, and I want to show my daughter that there's so much more possible than just, you know, living the path that was already carved out for me. Like, you know, go study, get a job and then take care of your daughter and get her into school when she's growing up and and you know we had such a rough start and so I was like you know if she can be born not even weighing 
three kilos and fight through, you know, being in an incubator, not having a dad, like, and I was just, I could only see her for one hour a day. And then the nurses would send me back to my room to sleep and to rest. And I had to pump the breast milk. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this my life right now? Um, yeah. And to see my daughter just, you know, fighting through all of that and seeing the bright spirit that she is today, she's turning two in a month. Oh. Was for me, it was like, you know, there's so much more to life than, yeah, than just finding a job. And so finally I found the courage to um, set up my own business. I had been in the online world for a couple of years already doing travel blogging before I was a mother and um, teaching Spanish online. And so I knew a bit about entrepreneurship. I just mm -hmm. never really saw it as a business. I was more of a freelancer, you know, taking mm -hmm. some jobs here and there whenever I could. But I was like, okay, so if I really want to live this unconventional life with my daughter and go travel and, you know, do stuff most single moms probably wouldn't do yeah um i need to create a business that will allow us to do that and so um next to my yoga teacher training i did a training on um creating an online video show and a business slash coaching academy um course mm -hmm. Um, and that's where I started coaching and, um, yeah, that's how my coaching business actually started. That's amazing. So what do you love about, uh, working with women and coaching women and what, what brings you joy about that? I love seeing women embodying that part that they so hard are trying to run away from mm. they um if i talk about my clients specifically i see that they try to conform themselves to living that you know that normal life when they know that there's something much deeper and bigger calling them and i see that once i start practicing their gifts their voice that they want to share with the world you know the message that they that they want to get out there but they're afraid to and once they start practicing it most of the time they're like oh my gosh i knew this all along i just i was trying to hide it and because i thought people would think i was crazy or you know it's really about finding that courage to answer your soul's deepest calling and mm -hmm. desire um even when it scares you or even when it doesn't really make sense um, but yeah, it's amazing to see how much progress they can make in just, you know, a couple of weeks, um, which is why I love coaching so much because it's, you know, it's not just about getting big results, but it's also really about holding space and having a space where you can fully unfold into the depths of the things you the things you want to manifest, but also the fears you run into and seeing how just talking to someone can help you see the other side of that story. Yeah, 
That's, it's so true. It really is. So when you decided to live this unconventional life to do this, did you come up against any obstacles? I mean, everybody does. I'm sure you did. Like mm-hmm. what, what did your friends and your family say? Like, how have you dealt with that? It's funny. Cause it's like, it's a lifelong story for me. Kind of like it's, <laughs> I started going uh, to Spain, living in Spain when I was 18, you know, when most of my peers would just go study in university. I went to Spain, study Spanish and live with the host family, um, which was fine with my family because they were like, we go to Spain a lot. We like Spain and they came to visit me. Um, but um, for me, I grew up in a really small town. And so going to this huge city where I didn't even speak the language and then, you know, live in another family, that was big. And so mm-hmm. I really had to learn to adapt myself. And then later on, I went to Nicaragua, Central America to backpack for a couple of months. Oh, wow. And then after two months, I decided that I didn't want to go home. <laughs> and so I emailed my family, that was four years ago, um, that I wasn't going to come back because I liked it so much. But I emailed them because I was afraid. <laughs> I was afraid to call them on the phone and say like, hey, you know what? I'm going to stay uh, on the other side of the ocean and uh yeah just come visit me whenever you like but for now i'm not gonna come back and so my family wasn't particularly happy with that message as you can kind of understand um but they did come visit me in the end and they grew really fond of um yeah of nicaragua and central america as well um and then the next step for me was of course starting my yoga teacher training Mm -hmm. Um, of which my parents thought like, why, you know, you studied, you have a university bachelor, you have a university master's degree. Why would you do another three year training when you already have diplomas, which you can get a really good job with mm-hmm. and a really good job. It never came for me actually, cause I went traveling. Um, beca- but I was like, you know, I, I want to deepen my my spiritual knowledge and my path because I feel like you know there's so much more to life than than this and um, the traveling experience really helped me with that because it made me put things in another perspective and because I was able to speak the language and live with the locals Mm -hmm. I actually got to see life from a whole other experience a whole other perspective seeing that our western society isn't like it's not that great as we think it is yeah Um, yeah and i'm not saying that it's better or worse it's just it's different but you know there's so much more to life than making big money and you know like health and good living circumstances in the first place are like, boom, you need that. That's like the major number one thing we need in our lives. And if you don't have that, then 
it doesn't even matter like if you you know if you have a good job or it all um depends on the circumstances and i'm like i know that we have a big influence on our circumstances but these people don't and so i really feel like nowadays you hear a lot about um you know everything you do in your life is a choice mm -hmm. but if you see where these people come from and um i've experienced it firsthand i got jobs where i got paid ten dollars a day over there you know it's impossible to to grow both spiritually um and um I'm looking for a word. English is not my native language, so sometimes I need to search for a word. No, but it's fine. It's, You're, you have excellent English. <laughs> it's impossible to grow next level if 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 it's stagnant, you know. Yeah. And um, your your circumstances, like your family, you grow up with your friends. If everything is holding you back from leaping into that next level then it's not as easy as just choosing to pay for a coach if you know if there's no way you can actually make that money so um i do really think that life offers us a lot of opportunities to learn and to grow and we do have the choice to um to to take those steps for yeah. the growth but it also really depends on the people you surround yourself with and um yeah how you how you choose to take action on those struggles yeah so having your daughter and becoming a single mother did that really shape you i mean of course it shaped you shaped you and shaped your business and how you feel about what you do did it totally change your perspective Mm. Yeah, my, like my life is completely different now than it was a couple of years ago because a child makes your world really small, especially if you're a single mom. Um, like I don't have the luxury of asking my partner if he wants to babysit uh, yeah. so I can go out with friends. Like if I ask a babysit, it's mostly because I want to either work like teach a yoga class um and sometimes you know i do like go out with friends but that's a rare very rare occasion so it definitely um yeah i it it, it taught me that i myself like the mother i am a world on itself for my daughter like i am her everything so and that's just where I'm at right now, like showing her that the world is bigger than me. And so I'm planning to move to Spain this year. Wow. With her, which is really exciting. And uh, yes, it's really scary, but you know, playing small isn't serving me nor my daughter. So in, in that sense, she definitely made me see that I, I don't want her to grow up with the same beliefs I did. 
And I'm not saying like my parents did a bad job. It's just they did what they believed was best. And now I'm going to do what I believe is best. And probably later on, she'll, you know, either be happy with it or blame me for it. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I just, I really think that we as parents, we need to show children that they have their own guidance system. And so I'm really trying to raise my daughter um, with freedom. Hmm. And yeah, um, yeah. I'm not saying like, you know, I don't give her any, any rules or (laughs) any boundaries, but yeah, I want her to be able to explore the world and, and give meaning to the things in her own way. Yeah. So if you were to give advice to a woman listening who is a single mom and wants to start her own business, like, where would you tell her to start? Like, what would your biggest piece of advice for her be? Ooh, good question. <laughs> I love that question. Um, really get clear on, the, on your message first because I know that my story and that it does inspire a lot of people but it's not necessarily my message it did help me create my message but if you don't know what it is that you want to carry out to the world you know then you 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 you're not going to be able to find the people that are going to buy from you you need to get really clear on what your message is and how you can help people and why you can help people because you've been there yourself and um then when you start creating that business be sure to have really clear when you're gonna work on your business who's gonna watch your baby while you do that and don't get stuck in the hustle story or the you know I want to leave my nine-to-five but now I'm stuck in a nine-to-nine you don't want that because you need your energy to take care of your baby and you also don't want to lose your baby growing up because like it goes so fast it's like oh my gosh she's she's two and she's walking and she's learning to talk and it's like what? When did this happen? And and that time is never going to come back. Yeah. Like they're only going to grow bigger. So you really want to set time for spending with your baby Mm. and like not cross that boundary because you're going to regret it. (laughs) Yeah. That's great advice. So a while ago you said that you had to kind of conquer different beliefs and go against different, you know, old beliefs you had about yourself. How did you uh, change those limiting beliefs and really kind of exude this energy that you have now? Mm, I think mostly through yoga Um, And when I talk about yoga, I'm not necessarily talking about the physical practice, but like the whole philosophy, which has helped me put things in perspective and reflect on things a lot and, you know, make small changes that will eventually have 
a ripple effect, like every small step does. And um, also a lot of therapy, like throughout my life, I've done a bunch of therapy um, to heal traumas and yeah, just stories that didn't, didn't necessarily serve me, but I did kind of identify myself with. And as soon as I could see that those those attachments to my identity of suffering and feeling unworthy and misery that I myself was creating that that's when I could start turning that around mm. and I, I think that until I became a mother and actually had to be responsible for another living creature I I could find the space where I could do that because I needed to show up as, as a leader, mm. as that, you know, as that person that would be the example, because you're like, you're being copied, like babies mm. are copycats. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. I think it, it really took me to another level of consciousness and awareness of where my my actions are taking me, my actions and my thoughts mostly. Hmm. That's interesting. So you are the seventh interview I've done and everybody has said mindset work and therapy, every single person. <laughs> I think that's the glue that holds all the best female entrepreneurs I know together is working on your mindset and like really changing those beliefs. It's so yeah. interesting. I mean, because I think even like two years ago, I thought that all of that was bullshit. Me too. <laughs> um, but now I completely agree with all of you. That That's what keeps me sane. It keeps me motivated. It keeps me going. And yeah, I just think that's so interesting that everybody has said the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, so with that, do you have a morning practice that kind of keeps you motivated and going in the morning in the morning um changing diapers <laughs> <laughs> well beyond that like do you journal do you meditate like what like, yeah what? well it comes and goes um because i have a really hard time finding the time to yeah. do that for me uh, but yeah, like when I, whenever I can, I do, um, I try to do daily meditation, daily uh, yoga pose, like yoga asana practice, the poses, mm -hmm. and um, either reading or journaling. Um, but sometimes, you know, most of the time I actually don't do it in the morning. Like maybe at lunch I'll read or do journaling. Um, before I go to bed, when my baby's sleeping, I do my yoga and meditation. Um, and sometimes it all depends on my rhythm. Like sometimes I go to bed really late and then I wake up late when my baby wakes up. Sometimes I will wake up at five before she wakes up and then go to bed with her. It's like, it all depends on how tired I feel at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I I really can say that being a single mom, I do struggle with having like, um, a, like a, a rhythm that is the same every day. 
but nonetheless, I am still committed to, you know, making things work when they feel good. Um, and I do think that that is the most important thing. Like do it when it feels good, because I noticed that, you know, sometimes your coach will tell you like, you need to do your morning practice. And if you don't do it, then you, um, yeah, you're, you're not giving yourself credit because it will make you feel so much better. And then, you know, I don't feel like waking up at five if I have, you know, if, if I, the evening before, um, if my daughter goes to sleep at nine crying all night and then waking up early is not going to make me happy. Mm-hmm. So then I will do it in the evening when I, you know, when I feel like, oh, now I have some space for me. Now I can do it. I'm not tired. And if I feel tired, I prefer going to bed early. So I, I just, I don't believe in like one size fits all day. Just do it when it makes you feel good. Hmm. Yeah. And still be committed. That's great advice. And I love how honest you are about um, not having a set routine because I think a lot of people are like, oh, I get up at 5 a.m. every day and I do this. And I'm like, really? Do you? Because I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, me neither. And, you know, I've tried, but and like I said, sometimes I do wake up at five, but that's like when I go to bed with my daughter at seven. Yeah. So even, even I don't have kids, but I, even I have tried to get up early and I just am like, that's not me. I don't like to get up at 5 a.m. That's not me. So, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So, what would be uh, one last piece of advice or thing that you would like to impart to the listeners? Mm-mm-mm. Like business-wise or, or whatever. both, whatever you want to, whatever truth you want to speak to them. Ah, well, I am really passionate about intuition. And I think it's a it's it's a a thing that a lot of us women have forgotten about because all of us have it. And so I really want to invite women to open up to that space of their inner being who actually already knows how everything is supposed to work out for them and all of us can have access to that Mm -hmm. and so I really want to invite women to take a moment of silence and just tap into that inner space that will give them messages about what's going on in their lives right now. And I just, I did a training in my, um, in my paid membership about intuition. So it's actually still really fresh in my mind right now. Um, so I want to tell these women, if you like, if you feel like, Oh my God, this is so woo. Um, but I'm still interested in it, but I have no idea how to access that space. Just start practicing with looking at items in your house or either uh, you can journal, you can use Oracle cards, but the most accessible thing is to look at stuff in your house 
like a picture and take a minute to close your eyes and see what comes up for you thinking of that image because there's always a message behind something that catches your eye in that moment. Mm -hmm. And so that's just, that's, it's the same thing Oracle cards do, but then, you know, you don't have to actually buy the Oracle card deck. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's there's a beautiful always, idea. I've never thought about that. Just like looking at, at images or things in your home. That's a good idea. Yeah. So I, for example, I showed an image of a, of a bird and then, you know, when you think of a bird, what comes up for you? Like colors or freedom or nature, or maybe you hear birds tweeting, like what, and what does that make you feel, you know? And so anything simple can really help you tap into that space of messaging to your inner, your inner voice messaging to you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what I just, I want to invite women to to start practicing with that because it's fun and everybody has it and it's free. And um, yeah, there's so many wisdom hidden inside of you. Mm, yeah, both personal and business. Like you can really grow yourself spiritually. You can really grow your business. Like I've been trying to practice that more in my life and I've only been going after the things that my intuition says go after. And it's really changed the way I see myself. That's awesome. Yeah. So if people want to find you online, where can they find you and, you know, how can they work with you, all that? Um, I have my Instagram at DebbieXTL. I have my website, DebbieXTL.com. Um, and I have my Facebook page, Luna Circle by DebbieXTL. And, um, Oh my God, I have like so many channels. I have, I have my podcast, it's called Bohemian Dreams. And uh, my YouTube channel, also Bohemian Dreams. YouTube.com slash Bohemian Dreams. And so there you will find me and you will also find out about the ways to work with me right now. I have a paid membership that I'm launching. I have like four ladies in that group right now. Um, it's really fresh, but it's really cool. And I also have a one-on-one 60-day mentorship. And um, yeah, there's many more to come. I'm like, I'm moving to Spain. I'm going to write a book. Um, I'm like, a lot of creative ideas are flowing now that I have taken the decision to move. So um, yeah, that's just another example of, you know, when you're in that intuitive flow, you will get so much more intuitive nudges to act on. So yes, absolutely. I mean, that's the whole reason I created this podcast is I was just like, I want to do it. Okay. I'm doing yeah. it. Here I am. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Cool. That's really great. And I yeah. love seeing you unfold. Like I got to know you actually from another podcast episode from Laura. Laura. Oh, yeah, I love Laura. She's great. Yeah. So I really love, you know, I saw you uh talking about ads and now we're here talking about single motherhood and intuition on your podcast i mean how awesome is that you know yeah well this has been so fun i'm so glad i got to chat with you and i hope everyone will get as much out of it as i did so thank you so much debbie thanks for having me <laughs> Yay! all right
Thanks guys. Until next time. Thank you for joining me for the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. To learn more about me, Melody Spencer, and the show, please visit swiftlysocial.com.